0: into your higher consciousness, and you've tuned into that. So Retrograde.
1: Yay. I'm Elizabeth Kant. I'm Stephanie Simbari.
0: Who is sitting here in the epitis, epitome uh, uh, of TSR wellness game. Uh, I' Rocking the flu really hard right now, Remember Steph?
1: how a few weeks ago, guys, I thought I had the flu, but I wasn't sure if it was food poisoning? Well, it was definitely food poisoning, because now I definitely have the flu.
0: Well, upside... Um, you look very
1: thin. Well, <laughs> there's always a silver lining when you can't eat anything. <laughs> oh my god. Oh buddy. Yeah. Thanks for tolerating this. Of
0: course. I mean, we're just gonna get to the interview pretty quick yeah.
1: and then you get, know get me out of here because
0: spoiler alert, we pre recorded the interview. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Guys, I feel like they're I feel like they're on to us <laughs> onto by now. Us? <laughs> they know that.
0: We just try to keep it like on point and topical. On today's show, Mm -hmm. we have uh, Josh Zabar, Mm -hmm. who's going to give us the what's what about Chinese herbs and adaptogens, because those are so hot right now. Similar to the my body temperature. Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: sweating like a motherfucker. Also,
0: it's like we never really have that many hot guys
1: on the show, so that should be celebrated in itself. But I will say that every guy that we've had on the show is very hot. True. So... You guys are welcome. Part of it. Thank God it's a listening party. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't believe you. No, well. Does it help your ears if you know the guy is really hot? Emu says yes. That's a yes, guys. That's a that's yes. That's a yes. <laughs>
0: All
1: right. Well, let's just get to it. Yeah. I'm trying to get some of those adaptogens inside of me. Yeah, yeah. And that's not an euphemism. Big words
0: and still feeling sick. I like that. <laughs> So, Steph, I'm really excited today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a friend of mine, Josh Zabar, on the show. I've l- heard
1: so much about him. A little
0: background on him. If you remember our Alyssa Vitti flow series that we had <laughs> in New York. <laughs> no, I forgot. That I think was probably two of our favorite episodes. Definitely. For sure. So, Josh is the reason that I was introduced to Elissa.
1: Thank you. You're so, so welcome. we're going to welcome you to the show,
0: Josh, and get into it. The story was we were um, up at Summit in Utah for a Summit Outside, which was this big th- three-day extravaganza on a mountain. And you just said, hey, come to this talk with me. And you had discovered Elisa at a conference, was it?
2: Yeah, I met her at um, a conference that my friend Michael Fishman puts together in Connecticut.
0: Like a wellness... Yeah, I was
2: a wellness people and a bunch of influencers. Yeah,
0: and you you were just like, trust me, you have to come sit. And we're outside in the woods. I was like, not really vibing on like sitting and hearing a talk, but... (laughs) You're like... (laughs) I was like, if Josh says go, we go. And uh, it really, I think, really is a marker for me in terms of what clicked this light bulb on in my brain of interest Mm -hmm. in the health of our bodies and and everything that goes along with this. And I think Down the Line created the show. So that's pretty (laughs) unbelievable. She's putting a lot in your hands. No pressure. Um, So, Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you. You are an entrepreneur in the food and nutrition industry and an overall just kind of zealot in the space. Let's say that. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. So we just wanted to have you on because you just kind of – Walk the walk and talk the talk, and we wanted to pick your brain on what's cool to you right now, and what you're interested in, and and findings that you're coming across. Um, but first, let's talk about Immortal Herbs. Your, your I, what is it? What is it? Yeah.
2: We um are a preventative healthcare company, um, and we basically create really fantastic formulas of adaptogenic herbs, um, which are herbs from that delineate from you know t- traditional Chinese medicine. So yes.
1: Could you explain to the listeners what adaptogenic means?
2: Absolutely. Thank you. So the word adapt obviously means it can, you know, be fungible with whatever environment in, um, and genic means to generate or to be. So, um, I'll give you a really easy sort of, um, simple sort of coffee. Coffee is a stimulant, caffeine, I should say. Caffeine Mm -hmm. is a sort of a stimulant, right? When you drink caffeine, um, you are put on a one-directional sort of highway, right? And you don't really have a choice of what happens to you when you're on that highway. Mm -hmm. Um, An adaptogen is bi-directional, which means that it's a two-lane highway, which means that it sort of gives you what you need when you need it and doesn't necessarily put you on something that you don't want to be on. Mm. So they're very sophisticated with the way that they work with your system. Um, I consider another analogy I use is Out of the vitamin and supplement world, adaptogens are kind of like the PhDs, whereas uh, a caffeine or sort of, you know, traditional vitamins can be considered more like kindergarten students, right? They don't have the the sophistication or the complexity. That's a
0: read. Adaptogens
1: (laughs) I like that.
2: Yeah. So they're they're really sophisticated and they're complex, but the way they work with your body is is fascinating. It's really fascinating.
1: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, thank you, because I've heard that word before. And I vaguely knew what it meant, but I don't think that's, like, common knowledge at all. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think I thought that it just meant, like, kind of, I guess, wherever you were at the moment, it kind of gets in line with that. And it, it also, you can take it over time, and it has, like, a different...
2: That has cumulative effects over time right. as well. So some of the, you know, the mushrooms that we're hearing a little bit more and more about, you know, reishis and shiitakes and ginsengs and things like that, um, Shasandra you know, goji berries, Yeah, those are adaptogens. And it, what's interesting about adaptogens is every area of the world has native sort of herbs and roots that are considered adaptogens. You know, the ones from Asia, you know, through traditional Chinese medicine, um, there's Ayurvedic, which is from India, mm-hmm. you know, turmeric and things like that. Turmeric. Yeah, of course, everyone loves turmeric. And then, you know, Brazil has its own. So, so you know, Mother Nature is really smart in all the, you know, the specific areas that... Um, people are learning how to be healthy and whatnot Um, there's a lot of tradition to it so um, those are natural to those environments cool Um, and there's always healing you know properties as well as solutions that can come from nature to what is ailing us today and that's really where the line really started from Um, so our products are we make them really simple for you know, sort of Westerners and lay people to understand. Um, the products are called Immortal Energy and Immortal Calm, Immortal Sleep and Immortal Longevity. Those are the four core products. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure from reading those, you can kind of understand well, when you'd want to take them. Um, we, might, we make it very simple for people to understand. Um, and there's you know they're not addictive. They're not drowsy, the ones that are for sleep and for calm. Um, they work really well. Um, many of them you can feel within 30 to 60 minutes of taking them. Which is very unique for a supplement. Most supplements you can't really feel. It's just sort of like, hey, take this and trust us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ours, um, there's there's significant cumulative effects, uh, but there's also you know immediate um, sort of felt sense reactions, which I think is. Helpful for people in our you know society right now because we want to feel stuff. You know, people are drinking Red Bull and this and that. Like, if you don't feel mm-hmm. anything, it's like, well, what is it doing? Definitely. You know?
1: Like, no one's trying to be patient and let it adapt. <laughs> They're just like, give me that ginseng now yeah. or whatever. They it want is. it now. That's true. Yeah, it's true. They, that's why you're taking it. Yeah. Right? So, like, I got to get shit done. Yeah.
0: I'm curious. Um, in backtracking a second, in how what started the health journey? What brought you from? wherever you were to now disseminating and and creating these important herbs and bringing it to the masses.
2: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to have parents who threw me into uh, sports when I was really young. So at four, I started, you know, doing martial arts five times a week and soccer and baseball and things like that. So from a very early age, I was very interested in in sports and, and sort of... And then as I got older into high school, I started paying more attention to what I was eating. So I was really skinny when I was in high school and I was trying to play baseball and I was a bit of a string bean. And I started, you know, getting into like the whole protein thing and, you know, weightlifting and um, getting bigger so that I could ultimately play in college. Um, And then over time, you know, part of it was I want to perform at my highest level possible. And that means, you know, what is it? What's the fuel that you're putting in your system? I didn't always eat healthy, but, um, you know, when I was 13 years old, I said to myself, well, for some odd reason, and I can't understand why. I was like, I don't know if I want to drink soda anymore. So mm-hmm. I stopped drinking soda sort of on my own at 13, um, which was the first sort of step into a more of a healthy and like preventative type lifestyle where you're making decisions on an everyday basis, which, you know, short-term sacrifices for long-term gains. So mm. as I entered into my 20s, I realized that I had some lactose issues, um, and I started understanding more about the gut and, you know, um, leaky gut syndrome and things like that. And do you in, have that? I have a lactose allergy. Okay. And what I've researched is that sometimes it happens from you know your your g- gut biome is actually given to you from your parent when your your mom when you're born. Yeah. And so you get a lot of that or whatever your mom is eating or not eating, um, gets transmitted to you. So sometimes what happens is it's generational and it goes passes down. So then you have to do some work on your you know on your life when you're you know eating healthy foods and things like that to sort of reverse those effects. Um,
1: I just visited my mom and she eats string cheese and pudding. So <laughs> <laughs> wellness, nice. well, good luck. Yeah. And, 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 and you know the thing is it affects everyone differently. Yeah. You know?
2: um, and then later later in my twenties, actually, I developed a gluten issue, um, and I got tested for that, and I don't have celiacs, but I have something right below that where I have one allele from each, you know, parent, and so. Part of it is, you know, you can make yourself crazy with all these health things, right? but And part of it is, as you get more and more fine-tuned with your system, it doesn't allow you to really cheat as much. Like, you'll know. You'll feel shitty, you know, if you start eating, you know, a pizza or whatever it is. And your body's just like, yeah, I don't like this. Pizza. And so, I know, I know, I know. You love, love pizza. pizza. <laughs> you know, and it, and and it's not – it's actually really – there's a certain um, time when, you know, you change your whole frame and your value system so that you value, like, feeling good all the time rather than eating a bowl of cookies, which I love to do, you know, as long as they're <laughs> gluten-free, um, or pizza or anything else like that. Um, and so it's about making those decisions daily. But it, it's definitely not easy. Uh, it's not an easy thing. I was like, oh, you know, this just happened. Well, this has been happening for 30 years, you know, that you've been cultivating it. Of course. And-
1: Sometimes I feel like it's, like, you have to choose what's worse like sometimes i'm like okay well i could have a cookie that has gluten in it but it's like that's it it's like gluten and that's it but then i look at some of the gluten-free products and it's like potato and tapioca and corn and like i don't know and then i'm like well is that better i'm not sure
2: i i go through the same thing um what I tell people is it's all based on biochemical individuality. And right. that's a very sort of complex word for everyone is different and it's going to affect you differently than it affects me. So what I do is not necessarily going to work for you and what you do is not right. necessarily going to work for me. Um, there are some general things that I do believe, but um, you're right. You have to be mindful. And I always say for, for my friends who are interested or people that I you know, um, spend time with, you have to explore on yourself, mm-hmm. and you need to, you know, maybe try an elimination, you know, program where you get rid of, you know, eating a lot of these things, and you sort of start out at a more baseline, and then you add things into your your pro. You know, I call it like fuel intake. I don't like the word diet. Um, I you like, add, I like that yeah, you, yeah, you know, you you add, um, you know, things to it, and you see how you react. And mm-hmm. if you take it well, great, keep going with that. And if you don't, you know, you'll notice, and you'll get your body gets much more, you know, finely tuned. Yeah, which is nice. Um, but on that point. Um, It's an interesting segue because one of the things I've encountered over the last couple years is that if I'm given an option of eating something that I know isn't really going to serve me well and not eating and sort of like going through that fasting state, I will fast. Because I know, like, we were talking about it going on airplanes right yeah. before the show started and how it's really challenging because the food's really terrible and you're dehydrated and, you know, you're up at altitude. And, and um, my
0: feet swell like crazy. Yeah. Does that happen to you guys? Yeah. That's a new it thing does. for me. Yeah. It's um, you old. Um, compress- <laughs> no, compression 30. socks. Get compression socks. Okay. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take a
1: note.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I think about that a lot and, and everyone's always asking, well, what do I do? And. You know, some people have more of a specific desire to be super on point. But sometimes that makes them crazy a little bit. You know, you can't go out to eat with them. Like, you have friends like that? It's so annoying. (laughs) It's like,
1: okay, I get it. But can you just, like, have fun (laughs) (laughs) for once? Exactly. Yeah. So So what would
0: be, like, the starter kit for in terms of ingredients that men and women should both be incorporating into their day-to-day consumption?
2: So... One of the keys to herbalism, which is important for people to understand,
1: (laughs) Did that just turn you on, yeah, (laughs) Uh, totally, (laughs) damn, dude,
2: (laughs) (laughs) is that um, master herbalists have the capacity to create formulas based off of ingredients, um, whereas taking an individual ingredient has sort of a a, can have a marginal effect, whereas a formula, because each of them works specifically with each other in a specific way to create a desired outcome, sort of like the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Um, that's what a master herbalist does. So when you are looking into herbs of any kind, whether it's my company or another business, um, you always want to find a formula if you can, because a formula is is based off of, um, you know, we talked about the three treasures, which are Shen, which is your spirit, your Jing, which is your essence, and your Qi, which is sort of your life force. And each mm-hmm. of these herbs actually affects... Um, one of those areas. And so if you have a chi deficiency, you're going to want to find something that is, you know, is it uplifting to your chi? Our formulas, which is really interesting, are, um, they are formulas that work for the vast majority of people. And they focus on specific, I would say, general ailments that people face. So one would be lack of energy. And it works for men and for women the same. The only thing that changes would be the dosages. And I usually tell people to experiment with that to figure out what works for them. Um, a non-caffeinated energy boost, I think, is really helpful for people, especially if they are addicted to coffee or if they're doing monster energy drinks or sugary energy drinks or things like that. Um, you know, I take it in the morning when I wake up. Um, I take it before I work out. I take it before I'm intimate. I take it before I go out sometimes um, to just give you that extra sort of neuro boost, which mm-hmm. is really important. Um The calming product is really fantastic, and that's a blend of six or seven different herbs that has L-theanine as the base. Um, That's fantastic for people that um, suffer from uh, attention disorders or uh, inability to focus. ADD. ADD would be helpful for that. Um, Well, a lot of people do. Anxiety. (laughs) And it's it's also good for anxiety, and it's also good for for adrenal fatigue.
0: For the energy one, just to go back, Mm -hmm. what's the main ingredient in that, or what are the components that we can look for?
2: Um, the formula, it's, it's, six or seven different herbs. Mm-hmm. It's mainly ginseng and, okay. um, and, uh, and, um, chisandra and goji. Um, cool. and there's a couple more in there as well. So, um, that, the other thing too is if you bought each of those ingredients at a store and you put them together,
0: Price tag.
2: it wouldn't work. That's that's what. So, so the formula is actually decocted in a specific way. So we make it really easy for people to say, okay, cool. This is the energy. Here are the capsules. I'm going to take, you know, four before I have my meeting. Um, That is the real one of our main drivers for our business is that we have domain expertise in creating formulas that are actually effective and then work. So um, that's generally how sort of herbalism works. Um,
0: Very cool. I love that. I want to get into that ginseng tip <laughs> for sure. Um, I want to talk about something else that you're involved in that is just—I know—it's just like a fun passion
1: side thing. I like that you quit coffee, but you're looking for literally anything else to get you up. Yeah, <laughs> you're I like, am. I'm not doing coffee. I'm not doing Adderall. How much ginseng do I need? <laughs> well, I'll exactly. put it this way: if
2: you, if you tried you know the energy product um, number one there's no come downs and there's no side effects there's no jitters there's no nothing there's basically just an enhanced state of you know well being and and sort of enhanced focus Hmm. Um, so what's important about the herbs is that they're not addictive which is important so it's not like you're going from one to the other necessarily but I meet a lot of people a lot of people you know email me like how do I get off of coffee how do I stop drinking coffee are you off coffee um, I have never been on coffee yeah
1: Stunned. <laughs> yeah. So you never drank it? In your life?
2: No. I mean, I've had a cup of coffee, right. but right. I don't you know what it drink coffee. it's like. not I your, it it's like. not I, don't, your jam. I don't drink coffee, no.
0: What's your take on the bulletproof consumption train?
2: I uh, Dave's a friend. Uh-huh. Um, I think that it's really great f- for people who choose to drink coffee to uh, sort of slow and lessen the effect that it can have on you and to drink higher quality coffee beans. Uh, one of the main issues with coffee is that it's one of the he- most heavily polluted products on the planet, microtoxins right. and mold and things like that. I so- mean
1: Dunkin' Donuts isn't good for you?
2: Oh, God, no. <laughs>
1: no
2: and neither is Starbucks. Um, so I think that it's, uh, we love fads and trends and we love great marketing, you know, aspects. And so I think Dave is a phenomenal individual and he's got really great products and, Um, He's also an incredible marketer, and so he's created a real um, sort of movement out of it. Um, I personally don't drink coffee, but that's not to say that, you know, people don't experience benefits from it.
1: That's a very political and wonderful answer. I just want
2: people to be mindful of how much coffee they drink. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, I, I read a lot of statistics that the coffee lobby comes out with, and I know for sure that drinking four cups of coffee a day is not good for you. I, I, and yeah. I'm unequivocally and
1: like unclear on how people do that. I feel like my esophagus would just like burst into flames.
2: Yeah, and like my stomach, <laughs> like
1: something would go really dark. Right? For me. Yeah.
2: Well, the thing with with coffee is that it's um essentially it's like stress in a cup. Mm-hmm. so it creates a fight or flight response in your body. So your body doesn't know the difference between running away from a tiger and then drinking a cup of coffee and then you're sitting at a desk and you're doing all this stuff and you're looking at your Instagram. And, you know, the effect that it has in your system is actually akin to more of a stressful situation. So I always say, like, question everything. Like, be really mindful of what goes in your body and where it comes from and then what is the effect that it has on you um, so that you can, you know, just do, be in the know.
1: Do you feel like as someone who's, like, very... Conscious and trying to be and looking for all of this stuff. Do you feel like you have to do work to not make it make you crazy? Like, how do you function in a society that isn't catering to you?
2: It's a great question. I make most of my own meals okay. at home, but um, yeah. I mean, listen, there, there's there's a balance to it, right? And there's an element of being social and being in the world and being with friends and things like that. Um, you know, when you do have specific issues that you know or foods that you can and can, cannot eat. Um, You know your friends usually know, and you go to restaurants that you know. I happen to live in Los Angeles, and it's a really great place for healthy eating. Um, So it can make people sometimes people crazy. I try to have a like more of a balanced mindset to it. Yeah, Um, and if I'm at a place that doesn't have the food that I want, I just won't eat. And it's all good. Like, I'm not freaking out and saying, can you do this and make all these changes? Because she to, you know, Jelena doesn't make changes. So <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can go crazy with it, which I also think is not very healthy. Yeah, because you know, it's like, a different
1: kind of, like, obsessive. Exactly,
2: exactly. Sometimes
1: I go to Cafe Gratitude and I'm just like, okay, so this is just a place where people have, who have eating disorders come to justify their eating disorders. <laughs> and every girl is, like, really skinny. And it's so alarming. Like, I'm not being mean. I'm just, like, for the love of God, like... You're you're anorexic, you're not raw. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, whatever. allergies and
2: disorders are very different,
1: but I'm saying I agree. Yeah. I'm allergic to egg whites, so I understand. I have like she a, lives that life, I live the life <laughs> of like needing are to you? be annoying and like needing to be specific. I get it, but yeah, also, I eat food. So, <laughs> we love- do you eat the yolks? I can eat the yolks, yeah. Yolks are the best part. She recently found out she could do yolks. Yeah, I thought I was allergic to the whole egg, but then that was like really hindering my life. So I asked my doctor, I was like, what exactly is, because I did all the stool testing and Mm -hmm. also semi allergic to gluten as well and lactose. Interesting. But um, uh, she was like, oh no, the yolks are fine. So I just like crack a yolk over an avocado toast sometimes. That's good. Well, the
2: yolk is where all the nutrients are. Yeah, you know, which is which is really good.
1: Which is so interesting because I feel like
0: the '90s version was like skip the yolk, only have the egg white. It was all
1: about calorie counting, and
0: that's low
2: fat, egg white. This and it's just like no, it's not right. So where (laughs)
1: where is your
0: head right now in terms of the nutrition, like eating Mm -hmm. healthy? Like, what's your what do you abide by? What do you recommend? What do you recommend for women based on your research and your findings?
2: So that's a little bit tougher to answer just because I'm not a woman and I don't am not, you know, a certified nutritionist or anything so, like that. What sure. about men? Well, right. Well, so men but what I would say is like here's here's my deal. Like I eat I eat less food than I think that I need to eat. I like that. Five or six years ago I was super into CrossFit. I was eating tons of meat. I was really bulky, I was heavy. Um I didn't I didn't feel as good as I do now and I'm and I'm stronger and I'm in better shape and I can do anything there. So there is a there's an emotional component to eating. Which is that we feel a certain way, and we're used to the the sort of this trigger of like I need to put something in my system to satiate me. So there's that component, which I imagine affects women more than it does men, Mm -hmm. just because women are a little bit more emotional beings, right? They function out of (laughs) that, and and, and therefore they're more hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So I always say, um, eating. It's amazing how little you actually need to eat in order to like function and survive in the world. You would be shocked at how much food that I eat now versus what I used to eat and what I look like. And my body composition is basically the same Um, because you can train yourself to really do anything. Um, You know, fasting, intermittent fasting is an interesting thing that I usually do. I eat between 12 and 8 for the most part. Uh, So I eat mostly vegetables. I eat lean meats um, and, you know, organic chicken and bison and elk and wild-caught fish. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that I do eat is all wild-caught or grass-fed, and the wilder the better, right? Like wild salmon or elk, those are sort of more wild beings. I would say that's 15% of my diet, and then the rest of it is vegetables, Um, usually warm veggies, sometimes salads. I eat tons of nut butter. I actually make really fantastic nut butter, cashew butter. It's really good. I'll bring you some next time. Amazing. Um, So I eat really good fats. Uh, I think that's helpful for also satiating the, the internal system. I personally don't eat a ton of carbohydrates. Um, but that's just what works for me. Some yeah. people really want it and they think that it's good, whether it's rice or quinoa or, um, you know, sprouted things I think are, are fantastic. Um, and I usually f- do a fast of, you know, 24 hours once a week, once or twice a week. So I do Sunday night to Monday night. Very so I'm fasting Jimmy right now.
1: Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I can't fast. Like I think my blood sugar. is You can It's just like really low and it
0: makes no, me. I mean, you can do
2: it.
1: I mean, I do it for Yom Kippur. Like, yeah. I don't. Well see, we'll see, the way I,
2: the way I t- you know, listen, and again, whereas m- maybe I'm an outlier in terms of what I focus on for my health stuff, the mind is way more powerful than you think it is. I so I don't want to fast. So if you, if you yeah. had it as your, like the highest level value, uh, yeah. which is I want to give my digestive system uh, 24 hours to chill out because it's always working,
0: mm-hmm.
2: then, and you knew that that was going to have significant long-term benefits to your health. Or that you you know, you, you suppose it might, um, you could do it. Right. And you'd basically just do either water or herb herbal teas or things like that that just give your system a chance to relax and recover. Because your digestive system is actually the system that takes up the most energy. Mm-hmm. You know? So eating big meals before you have meetings or this or that. That's actually not super ideal you want to give your you want to have all that energy going to your brain power and your articulation skills and things like that, and not focusing on digesting the four you know egg yolks and avocado toast and bread that you just ate you know yeah, so it it's for sure. it's I've actually come to this understanding that you know your body is capable of adapting to anything that you want it to do mm-hmm. eating a lot, eating a little you know all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff and so if you focus on <clears throat> you know, longevity, you know, which is less caloric can take time in general and then giving your systems some rest and recovery. Um, I think that's a really interesting part of it. So, but you can train yourself to do it if you really want to. When
0: you're talking about the training of your mind, what was the hardest thing for you to overcome with that? And what do you recommend? Or
1: like conquer.
2: Training your mind to get over it. Um,
0: yeah, because like for me, I like to chew. So that's just me. So the idea of fasting when it doesn't relate to a Jewish holiday seems like a bad idea.
1: And, like, on that for me with the fasting, I think, like, okay, for example, I was doing stand-up in New York, and I realized I I was, like, going up, but then it got later and later and later, and then it was, like, 1230, and I had to go up, and I realized that I hadn't eaten in, like, eight hours, and I started getting, like, a crazy headache, and, like, I, I thought it was anxiety and then I went on stage to do my set and as soon as I got off, I was like, I'm starving. And I realized yeah. that I it was mm. at my bo- I felt like I was shutting down because yeah. I was in like a stress situation too.
2: Right. Well, that yeah, there's a lot of other factors yeah. there. So what I would say is also I don't necessarily – I want people to explore it on their own. Of so course. men and women are very different in terms right. of their ability to digest things. And so women in intermittent fasting and for women, I want them to be really mindful of their body before they do it. And I'm not suggesting go ahead and do it. For men, I think it's a little bit easier because we have less hormones and they're, mm-hmm. they're less complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the mental aspect is... Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mental aspect is, it's sort of like, well, your situation, you weren't in a place where you were saying, I'm fasting right. and that's what I'm doing. And right. then everything falls into that alignment, right? You said... Um, this, I'm just eat. eating, and I forgot to eat, and oh my god, I'm so hungry. And so it's a different—you're looking at it from a different lens, right, almost. That makes sense. If you came into it with like, "Hey, here's a 24-hour period where I'm fasting." Again, you know, you need water to survive. You don't need food for a long. I think it's like seven days or something True. like that. I'm not That's sure. Don't quote, don't quote me on it. But yeah, you can you can go for a long time without eating food. That people do these water fasts and you know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it cleans your system. So the mental approach is just internally, you have to put it as the highest sort of tier or the highest pedestal. This is what I want to focus on. And then things will, will align with that because you you want to be congruent. That's what humans like to do is be congruent. So they're saying, Mm -hmm. and also tell people you're doing it, tell your friends, enroll people in it, because then it becomes, um, not just in your own little world, but then your friends will help keep you accountable Mm. or talk shit on you when you aren't accountable, right? and then you won't, you won't want oh, to if do that. Oh, that's the
1: worst. If I'm like, oh, I'm not eating bread, and my roommate's like, I thought you weren't eating bread, and I'm like, I made <laughs> <Exactly. a> bread, <laughs> but I'm like, J-K. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I always find that that's really helpful, is to tell people that what you're doing, and yeah. then it sort of creates an, an ability to, um, it becomes real. You sort of yeah. like more manifest in a real way. And you, you like feel way. bad
1: if you don't do it, because someone exactly. is like holding you to it. Exactly. What, I'm curious
0: um, what your morning ritual is currently.
2: So I get up and I usually meditate to start. I practice transcendental meditation, which mm-hmm. is I learned from my friend Bob Roth at the David Lynch Foundation. It is a really wonderful and pretty, I would say easy, like meditation for anyone to learn how to do. There's a mantra and you sit for 20 minutes and in a quiet place, and you do it. So I do that. It gets my day going. Then I, you know, do an herbal tea of some sort, um, depending on my day, and depending on what I have to do. I'll optimize for either energy or for, you know, relaxation of, or for calming stuff. Um, and I usually have a physical practice in the morning, whether that's Kundalini yoga or martial arts, or I actually do Pilates. So I try to get that done in the morning, and. Then my day, I come back, shower up, and then, you know, I get from until about 12 o'clock, I usually do like personal computer type stuff. And then uh, in the afternoons, I do meetings and, um, you know, with other people or calls and things like that. So there's always meditation. Um, I sometimes throw in the coconut oil uh, gargling. Where you where mm-hmm. you were you, were you swish pulling. it around oil pulling rather uh, yeah, not early. coconut oil pulling for twenty minutes twenty if I'm minutes really on it yeah it's oh my super god good. I
1: can max out at like seven you can do more it's so gross you could do more I hate the I challenge f- the I feel like Josh
0: is pushing us past our limit and is. I like <laughs> it like a lot seven minutes is my max <laughs> and no fasting. Um,
2: and then on a good day, I'll jump in the ocean. If Emu says you
1: don't like have it. a gag reflex if you can't oil pull for 20 minutes. No comment. But we respect that. But Neither we do. We. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes.
0: Totally. Or my boyfriend wishes. Um.
1: So we've talked a lot about this idea of tears and what is at the top for you and how you can make that influence your life what would be your top tier of, of your uh, value system right now? Like, mine's napping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, mine is actually balance. I like that. Which is interesting, and I'll, I'll relate it back to the name of your show. So I'm a Libra rising. and What
1: is your sun sign?
2: Sun is Aquarius. Okay. Moon is Leo.
1: Okay. Um, nice. That's but a good the company.
2: rising sign is often kind of what you – project into the world Mm -hmm. and labor is all about balance so i like to find balance pretty much all the time with everything i do
0: that's beautiful uh for me it's more of a feeling that i have this vision of of moving through my day with grace and ease so everything i do as of late i want it to contribute to that and if it has any take if any if it takes away from that it's not in alignment
2: that's good Napping's good, too. I
1: feel like I should do a serious one. (laughs) No, I I feel like both your guys are kind of mine, too. Where I, like, really, really don't want to be stressed. So I have to set my life up so that I'm not stressed.
0: Let's talk about sleep for a second, because you have a really cool passion project that you work on, which is a vitamin Z newsletter that is essentially an aggregation of all these topics of interest and kind of, like, a deep dive into... The wellness and health world kind of digging up information that we wouldn't find on our Huffington Post scroll I went
1: into a k-hole this morning on your vitamin Z web newsletter about women who are eating their own placentas and I was by myself yelling that's disgusting (laughs) like freaking out so thank you for bringing information to me that I did not know that I needed yeah
2: that's the point you know it's sort of you know shock, some of it's shock and awe and some of it's uh, things that you really need to know and be aware of. The the, the basic tr- you know progression was there's a lot of interesting information out there that's deeper than the traditional like you know three tips to a healthy butt, right? Yeah, right. And that's the stuff that I care about is the stuff that goes deeper and it, and it really uncovers myths and um, shows true progressive type media. And so um, I would read a lot of this stuff and. You know, I was finding a how do you share it? And and I said to myself, well, why not just put it together in a newsletter? So I do. And um, I'm doing it twice a week now, awesome. uh, which is great. And I, I had a little kind of flowery commentary and sort of witty and sarcastic. And, you know, my commentary is pretty straightforward. I'm pretty blunt. And because I, I, I want people to question things, you know, it's right. very easy in our society to just say, oh, well, you know, someone said it, so I'm going to believe it. Well, that's fine. But why don't you ask questions and do some research behind it and really. Um, you know, start to understand, you know, follow the money and understand how these industries really work, right? Understanding the FDA and all these types of things that are, you know, connected, interconnected in in ways that, you know, they don't, most normal people don't really understand.
1: And you just choose the things that you put on based on like your interests or what you think people want to hear or something that's kind of wild. Like the placenta thing is pretty wild and it's not even backed really in science.
2: Well, it's, I mean, backed in science is a, sort of an ambiguous term, but. According to the article that I yeah. read today on vitamin Z. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> what I like to show people is, you know, look at it and, and try to understand it and, and take your own perspective to it, right? And, and make your own decisions. Um, the goal was to find and uncover things that I felt are important for people to understand okay. and what people might be interested in and what's relevant and sort of current. Um, And that is like myth-busting type stuff, you know? Like Mm. what's really going on here? And people need to be more mindful of the stuff that goes in their body because the high-level thesis is, you know, your your health is the greatest wealth and your body is the most incredible piece of technology that exists Mm. without question. And, you know, there's genetics and then there's, you know, your your workout program and then there's your fuel intake program, Mm. right? And there's a lot of people that, you know the only thing that you change or that you add to your system every day multiple times per day is your food right and so the, the stuff that's going in us is actually what's creating you know the inter- internal systems and it's either making us healthy or making us sick and so the the philosophy was share information which gets people to really think about what they're putting in their body you know um because we've been delta ton of these myths about low fat and you know eating egg whites and all this calorie stuff counting. like calorie counting which I think is mindful but if you're eating all Oreos and you know you're only eating 300 calories a day well guess what that doesn't really work out that way it's not how it's supposed to be so I always you know tell people like if you are really care about your health you'll make decisions every day which have a you know a great effect on your long-term health mm-hmm. I love right? the
1: I love the fuel intake System, is that yeah. what you call it? Yeah. Because I remember probably like 10 years ago, maybe, someone gave me that analogy, which was just like, if your body, your body is like the gas, like the, the food is the gasoline for your body and the exactly. body is the car. And if like 100%. you drive a car, you're not going to put like shitty gas in it that's going to make it hard to drive. And Do
2: you, 100%, I, the, the analogy that I tell a lot of people, especially men, is you were given a Ferrari. Mm. Most people, right? Like 99% of people, were given a Ferrari as this sort of state, and
1: it's like a perfectly functioning organism. It's a perfectly functioning,
2: high performance, amazing machine. Yeah, that thing it can do incredible stuff. But you're not putting water in a Ferrari to make it run. You're not putting, you know, all those other things that don't make. You put in high performance fuel, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what makes it run effectively. And so, when when you think about health, you need to give yourself high performance fuel all the time. And
1: it's funny the people that have Ferraris and take really good care of them and then eat really bad food. <laughs> it's like, oh.
2: Well, hopefully all the people listening here have Ferraris and don't eat healthy might, you know, yeah. consider changing. <laughs> <laughs> they do. So I
0: think the one thing that I struggle with, and I'm sure a number of other people do, is living in the guilt of maybe, oh, I wasn't that great to my car. Right. I wasn't treating it so well. Right. Mm. What are some maybe two or three tips that you have for our listeners and myself of getting back on track and kind of not living in that okay could have made better choices but moving forward here is some practices I can put into place
2: right so I guess the 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 high level is you know you always want to focus on the present moment because the past doesn't really actually matter. It can help inform you and how to make decisions in the present. But at the end of the day, you can start affecting your health at any given moment, Mm -hmm. the the minute you choose to, right? Some people wait till there's some sort of, you know, event that happens to them. They have a heart attack, et cetera. And then they move into a state of being healthy. Other people, they make a choice or they're surrounded by people who are interested in that sort of stuff. And it's sort of a group effort. Um, One is I would enroll other people in you know, what it is that you're focused on, you know, if you want to eat healthy and eat a specific way, start telling your friends and start telling the people, you know, or finding friends that are into that sort of stuff, because you want to hang out, you want to hang out with people that are similar to you in that regard, because they'll support you, you want to find a support system, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, The second is, you know, which is more of the mental aspect, there's no need to begrudge yourself for stuff that you've done in the past, you know, you see all these sort of weight loss things where people start out, you start out at 350 pounds, but guess what? Now you're at 270, you know what I mean? And if you um, were really hard on yourself for the way you were in the past, like it doesn't help move you forward. So, you know, you start where you stand always, mm-hmm. and and you're always moving forward in a, in a positive direction. So there's the mental approach, which is always believe in yourself and always think positively about whatever it is that you're doing. And the second is finding other people who can support you in that. If you are, some people have more discipline than others. If you're one of those that has less discipline, maybe help, you know, find people to do it as a group. Like when I did this Whole30 program uh, a couple years ago, I did it with my ex-girlfriend. And this is where you basically, you know, no added sugar, you know, no gluten, no carbohydrates for a month. And what you realize is that's a really challenging thing to do. But yeah. if you do it with somebody, so we did it together and we made food together. And if we went out to a restaurant, we were both supportive and didn't let each other slip. So I think finding support and then, you know, having a mental framework, which is like, hey, we all make mistakes and we all do things that are bad in the past. But you can always reinvent yourself at any given moment.
1: And are you in, are you talking about, like, if you're on a good program, because I feel like you're talking about, like, here and then. And I feel like what she's talking about is, like, here and there, where like you make a decision to do something healthy, and then maybe you like cheat or whatever. Well, is that I was then, I was oh, you in line with, with that. Okay, because I feel like what's harder is to actually like make the decision, do it, and then maybe you fall off, and then I feel like that's where you start to spiral. Where uh, I get what you're saying. You know, so you
2: fall off. You're doing something really well, and then you fall off, and then you say, "Well, how could I get back?"
1: Or like yeah. just to not like make it about the thing that you did, and just keep it moving.
2: Yeah. And that is all about changing the framework, right? And again, the sort of pedestal or tier system of your values, right? What's the most important? Begrudging yourself over the fact that, you know, you sneaked a cookie in, or saying, Hey, I'm gonna get back on the wagon and you know, I'm gonna bring my friends involved and we're gonna do it together. So there's a lot of people there's a lot of guilt that people put on themselves and it's completely unnecessary. And I know that some people are used to doing it and they feel like this victim sort of thing. You don't need to do it because at the end of the day, it's hard enough living in the world that we live in, right, with all mm-hmm. the stuff that's around us. And so you have to be your own biggest supporter and your own biggest fan and moving you forward in a positive direction. Mm. Um, I'm not saying, I mean, I, I have pretty good discipline, but, you know, I make mistakes all the time. What was stuff.
0: your last cheat? I or Let's not call it cheat. Like, what was the last time you, you like, I, weren't I in went line? off of my yeah. fuel intake
2: program.
1: Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> God.
2: I, when was the last time?
1: Do you drink alcohol?
2: Uh yeah, I drink tequila and mezcal and red wine. Okay, um, and is there not a, often, but occasionally. is there
0: a reason why you make those choices?
2: Uh yeah, I like tequila because it generally makes me a little bit happier.
0: Makes fucks you up. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and I drink red wine because I like having it with chocolate. And mezcal because it's kind of like a mix between whiskey and tequila, but I don't really like whiskey. Mm. And it's this sort of uh, smoky, um, and I like Mexico for some reason. Okay. <laughs> Drinks that come from Mexico, yeah. I guess. Sure, who doesn't? Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I drink occasionally for sure. It's I'm not some you know weird guy that doesn't drink. All that kind of <laughs> I weirdo. was like, where is this? Guy? Um, yeah. But um, you know, it's it's about that's the thing about balance. Too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I like sweets. I think sweets. it's important for
1: people to hear too that it's like you're doing something but you're not yeah. some sort of like crazy regimented yeah. person who's now not going to have any fun <laughs> or live life.
2: Right, exactly. It's about balance. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you're going out and you're doing this stuff. And I've gone through phases where I've been super disciplined and I'm like, I'm oh, not very fun. Right. And then I've been times where I'm super, you know, I'm out there all the time and I'm doing stuff and I'm like, wait a minute, that's too much. So for me, it's about finding that middle ground. Um, I have a huge sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. So I, if you gave me a, plate of gluten-free gluten cookies i would eat all of them no question what's about
0: your it. gluten-free cookie of choice
2: um m street kitchen in santa monica yeah. i would say they're probably top three cookies in the world gluten-free.
1: Ooh.
2: without question what about <laughs> it's not a plot i just they're so good
1: wait what's the <laughs> one Not with sponsored the pink by box? but open to it
2: the pink box
1: yeah um, oh the baby cakes? baby cakes have you ever had baby cakes no Larchmont. So good. But I'm open to trying. You should (laughs) try. As long as they're gluten free. Yeah, they're gluten free and they're vegan and they're fucking delicious. Because
2: you have to live in this world, right? Yeah. And and otherwise, you know, you can go to one restaurant or two restaurants in in each part of town. So, I'm not into that. But I I like to, you know, be mindful of what it is that goes in the system. But I eat eat sweets.
0: Take the information and digest it Mm -hmm. and then apply it to your life. I love that so much. You're Such an inspiring source of knowledge, Josh Zabar. Thank you You for doing this. (laughs) Tell us about where we can find Immortal Herbs.
2: Um, Mm Immortalerbs.com. We actually just launched our new website uh, as of, I think, a couple days ago.
0: Can our listeners sign up for Vitamin Z?
2: Yes, uh, dailyvitaminz.com.
0: Cool. We will link to that as well. And then where can we find you on the internet?
2: Uh, personally, joshzabar.com or my Instagram is at joshzabar.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Incredible. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you. We look forward to welcoming you back. I think that you've got a lot of information to That would share. be super and fun. we love this. So. Yeah,
2: I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I was going to ask you guys a question. Oh, yeah. So, Please. that's so retrograde. Yeah. So, this year, there's a lot of planets in retrograde. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? right now, Saturn.
2: Oh, so I was going to say, what, what, was the, <laughs> what was the etymology of the name?
1: Well, um...
0: It was kind of a a funny play on That So Raven, Raven. the TV show, and then retrograde just being a a word that was like in the tip of of you know people's.
1: I think I just like said it one day. We were like sitting on your patio. We were
0: we knew our first episode was going to be about retrograde, breaking it down because we felt like in the in the like lexicon of discussion, people were like oh, my God, Mercury's in retrograde. we were like, but do people really know what that means? So the original, the title for the first show, when we were brainstorming, we were like, let's call it That's a Retrograde. And then we were like...
1: Maybe that's the name of the whole show. That's the name of the whole show.
0: Like, we waited, and we were just, like, silent and, like, kind of, like, had that moment, like, that, like, in my throat kind of thing, when you're just like, wait, no, that's... It's so much bigger (laughs) Like,
1: when I said it, we were like... That's the best thing I've ever heard. That's, yeah. We're done. It's a good thing. Yeah. That's great
0: Thank you. So also, it was really, yeah. It was really just kind of like a funny. Because
1: my brother always said I looked like Raven Simone. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> do. When we were growing up, yeah. I looked like her You're when she was version. a baby. Now. Right. You know, like, yeah. like like young Raven was an adult who was white. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. You see that for sure. You guys get it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Cool.
0: Awesome. Thank you. This was so dope. So fun. This. Yes, that's a retrograde. Okay, are my lips yellow right now? Yep. Okay, so I made Steph a wellness concoction out of turmeric. Don't forget to pronounce the
1: R in turmeric, you guys. (laughs)
0: Lemon, ginger, a little bit of raw honey. And then you can have that as a shot or you can add it to hot water in the morning for like a morning lemon water with a little bit of kick. Yeah. Or as we did, we did sparkling Your boyfriend's
1: calling you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm (laughs) blushing. Um, I saw you making this on Snapchat and I'm like, I've been sick for so long that I'm hitting this, like, emotional wall where I just, like, am very angry. And I was like, if she doesn't bring me that, I'm going to murder somebody. I was making it for you. (laughs) That's so sweet. I'm so happy. (laughs) All my faith in humanity has been restored. There are literally sweat
0: beads coming from your
1: forehead right now. All right.
0: Well, I guess we
1: should get into this. I just wanted to say thank you for delivering. Oh, you're welcome. It's really delicious, and I really appreciate you. And I'm sorry that in my emotional feverish tizzy, I almost... Wanted to kill people. <laughs> wellness, guys. It's time for... Roses and thorns. Roses
0: and thorns. You're really hitting that alto with the sickness. <laughs> I'll say that much. I
1: am a full smelly cat right now. Okay. <laughs> um, I can guess what your thorn is, but... I'm going to go ahead and say my thorn is this sweat that's pouring out of my body. My legs feel like a slip and slide in between them. I'm dripping in between my cleavage. Yes, I have it. Um. <laughs> And yeah, it's just the flu is gonna be my thorn, guys. Yeah, I think. Yeah, this, rightfully so. Although, okay, if I have to be positive, I will say that I went to my nature path and she said that it's actually positive that I'm this sick because your immune system needs to get worked every now and again. She was like, I'm more concerned with people who never, ever, ever get sick. Because it comes back to haunt them later.
0: Yeah. That makes so a lot of sense. I'm
1: happy because I actually haven't been sick in a really long time. But I'm over it now. So
0: it's like a stem. Mm,
1: yeah. A Remember bit. that time when I, could, when I was like, what's it? Not a stem, not a rose. <laughs> and you were like, a thorn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah.
0: Well, in keeping with the worst for first. Yeah. My thorn's kind of interesting. Okay. So we've talked about on the show before, one of the challenges in my living situation, there's really annoying parking.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say your neighbor who might be a murderer.
0: Right. Well, there's that, too. OK. But uh, there's like a newer neighbor in the space and it's, it's just a very challenging parking situation. So I we kind of, you know, said hellos and all of that. And I was like, oh, hey, heads up. You know, it's much easier for everyone else if like we as we get in and park if we park this way so that it's not like more challenging for the next person. And her response was, okay, well, I'm going to do what's best
1: for me and not do that. Oh, no. And I was
0: like, at first, I was so incredibly taken aback by that. Because, like, who the
1: fuck would say that? And
0: I was like, huh. And then I thought, I'm a key hurt car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's what someone did to me, though. Oh, that's right. The karma's a bit. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. Uh, that sounded so morbid. It did. I didn't do anything, but I just trust that whoever keyed my car will also care no. in, in their own <laughs> yeah. right. But, um, you know, it was really interesting because I'm like, okay. It sounds really harsh to the ear to hear that, but I'm like, okay, are we all coming from that place? Or if we were to all come from that place, if I'm just doing what's best for me, like, what would that look like?
1: Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people are coming from that place. Yeah, and that's why we're here.
0: But yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It's just something to ponder, talk amongst yourselves. What did you say? Nothing? I just kind of was like, okay, well, you know, I just kind of reiterated that that's just making it much more challenging for anyone else who's parking, but okay. And I said... Have a good day. And she's like, "Wait, what's your name?" And I was like, "Elizabeth." <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Thank you. <laughs> so, oh
1: no. That was the thorn. I'm
0: like, "Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood." What a bit. Yeah, it was silly. But so I I don't know, it was just an interesting She's like thing. namaste doing
1: what's best for me.
0: Exactly. It was really gnarling. So.
1: Fuck I'm real sorry about that. It's
0: okay. It's okay. I will say though on the bright side on the rose side of things mm-hmm. I woke up feeling awesome. Sorry not to rub <laughs> it in but. Oh great Elizabeth. am oh, sorry. I Cut to me like. Drink this turmeric shot this... and kill myself. No I was gonna say it w- might have been the turmeric recipe testing I've been doing or this cleanse that you and I have both been on.
1: So I was gonna say that was my rose. Yeah weirdly so elizabeth and i thank you so much core kitchen yeah um, they gave us a cleanse, and I was thinking of postponing it because who does a cleanse when they have the flu?
0: But I think it's actually probably good because you don't have to think about what you're eating, and also you know you're putting just good nutrients in your body. Yeah, and that's
1: why I decided to do it, and it's incredible. It's such an amazing cleanse. And I would also recommend you're not it.
0: that hungry, so it
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm the least hungry person ever.
0: <laughs> but it's really delicious, and I'm actually probably going to – I've really liked all the food that they've given us so far, so I've been writing down the ingredients and going to try to recreate
1: It's awesome. It's a smoothie in the morning, then it's a juice halfway through the morning, and then a salad, and then some little snacks, and then a dinner soup. Are you heating up the dinner soup? No, I I kept it raw. I thought it was supposed to be raw, but then I was like, I'm sick.
0: (laughs) Unclear. Did (laughs) you heat it up? Yeah. Well, I ate all the snacks yesterday, (laughs) so (laughs) that's just where I'm coming from No, totally. I feel that. Yeah, I woke up feeling, like, really energized and good, and there's, it was just, like, a very clean eating situation that highly recommend. So thank you so much, Core Kitchen, for letting us try your
1: I think that there's something about this cleanse, too, that is easily translatable into the real world. Like, it's not something that isn't attainable. Like, when right. this ends, we can easily take the, the template and bring it into our real life.
0: Exactly. Because just smoothies
1: and juices and salads, I mean, that's – It's quite simple to emulate, so I'm inspired. For
0: sure, though, have your pizza when you want it. Sorry, I have to say that. And then I'm going to have a side row. She's a real
1: advocate for cleansing, guys. (laughs) Huge advocate
0: for cleansing and also for pizza parties. Totally, I feel you. It's just me. I'm turning 31 this month, Mm so I just kind of want to like... Look great, feel great, yeah, best life kind of bullshit, yeah, for thirty one. Yeah. So this is helping keeping me on track. Mm-hmm. And as a side rose, I've been putting some um, toxic chemicals on my eyelashes, known as latice,
1: oh, and no. my eyelashes look amazing. You've been doing that? Oh yeah. I'm terrified of <laughs> chemicals near my eyeballs. Um, But it's also because I I went to the eye doctor and he said I have like the ducks of an 80-year-old woman. He's like, your eyes are very dry, like an 80-something-year-old person. I'm like, okay. I
0: mean, when you put it that way, yeah. 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 But the end result, I'm really a fan of.
1: Well, you look beautiful. So whatever works for you. Whatever helps you feel fresh, babe.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Um, side rows, we're going to announce the winners of our I Smell Great giveaway contest. Yes. Officially the first giveaway from That's So Retrograde. Mm-hmm. We want to thank everybody who entered and we're excited to bring you more opportunities in the future.
1: You guys are all so beautiful and so appreciated.
0: So the winners are at Nina Kurtz on Twitter, <laughs> at Wardell Wellness on Instagram, and at Melanie Rose Thomas on Instagram. So wee, wee, wee. we're gonna reach out to you via DM to get your mailing address and we will send you good vibes and I smell great product. Is along this where with I that. say it goes down in the DM. Absolutely. You guys are welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. I listen
1: to rap music.
0: Also, Just going to plug this yet again, our first Ask Ambi show where we have our astrologers going to be answering your questions. We've gotten a ton of questions in and as a result, we've decided to make this our first call-in show. Oh my God, I'm so excited. That's like my actual dream. Actual same. So it's going to be like (laughs) Dr. Laura vibes up in here so hard. So for those of you who've written in your awesome questions, we're going to reach out to you to set up a time that we get to talk to you live. We can't wait. We are very can, excited. And you can still send in your questions to that so Retrograde. Yeah, don't stop. The episode is gonna be at the end of the month, early May. So we've got time. And I just wanted to give a little shout out to my grandma whose 97th birthday was yesterday. Oh my god, happy B Digimon. What's her grandma name? Grandma Sally. Sally yeah. Cott. hmm Cute. She's probably not listening to this, but <laughs> hi anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly why I didn't post anything on Facebook or Instagram because I thought that was like kind of like counterintuitive because I knew she wouldn't see it. But
1: doing it here could be the same. But let's be honest, posting things on Instagram is for you. Right. So, right. she should probably still do it.
0: Which is, I'm it's trying to think of the last good, thing I posted on Instagram.
1: It's probably just good to let people me. know that you have longevity in your genes. Yeah. You know, like that's old as fuck and maybe one day you'll get there.
0: Oh, the last thing I posted on Instagram was the picture of you and me with our faces on Kim and Emily Rutowski. Which,
1: by the way, was a work of genius art. Thank you so much, Emu, <laughs> for your contributions. That was beautiful. Your contributions. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. My legs are sweating.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank you again to Josh Zabar.
1: Yeah, we really appreciate you. For everything. And don't forget, you guys can always find us on Instagram at SoRetroGrade, Twitter at SoRetroGrade, Gmail, That's SoRetroGrade.com, www.thatsoretrograde.com so com. Thank you so much. We love you. Namaste listening. Namaste living. Yes, that's a retrograde.